Hey. Morning. Hello again. Welcome. Yeah, yo, welcome yo, yo. back. All right. So, welcome, Josh. Uh, a little tired, you know. Yeah, I've already been up for an hour and a half. All right. <laughs> I've been up for two. Well, almost two. Not yet two. I've been yeah, up for, for you, ten. For you, for you, it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. So whatever. Uh, no, no, no. It's three. Oh fuck you! I got I got up at four or seven this morning. <laughs> hey man, I got up at five for no particular no. reason. Well, actually, actually, it's funny because Corey and I were talking about this last night because I was kind of bitching about having to get up this early to do this, uh, and she brought up a decent point. She was like, and I, you know, it didn't take me much to realize this, and she was just like, think about how many times Milos has been up until like three o'clock in the morning. To yep. do these, <laughs> like yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I think I can get up this early once so that we can do this. Um, Justin, we it's missed you on the. We missed you. Perspective. On- oh yeah. Yeah, I was yep. uh, pretty pissed last night about that whole voodoo situation, and hopefully, hopefully it works because I paid twenty bucks for it. So hopefully, I can end yeah. up watching it. I was gonna say you paid for it. And doesn't you get work. a refund? You can't watch it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the problem was. I, I, I probably shouldn't have gotten it on Voodoo. I probably should have just gotten it on Google Play, like I normally do. But um, whatever. Living yeah. yeah, let me know when you see it and what you think of it. At least, um, it is a pretty solid movie. Um, okay, so yeah, yeah. let's to the let's get to our main here this evening or afternoon, I guess, as it is. Uh, so we're doing both. Yeah, because we yep we decided that the first one didn't have enough to it to do a separate show, which I kind of agree with because it was all set up really. Um, As a two parters, so why not make it a? But it was you know the first one was just all like set up, set up, set up, and then just ends. And I was just like, yeah, there's not enough here to do that. So, uh, welcome to the B Team Podcast. My name is John Macy. Today, today I am joined by Justin Ayotte. So, and Boris and Milos. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, I'm still waiting for uh, Star Trek Prodigy to show us the coffee substitute. <laughs> okay, so we are here for the latest in our Star Trek Away Mission series, which uh, we kind of put this one off a little bit. Uh, the the two part mid season finale of Star Trek Prodigy. Uh, and for those wondering, this is not the, and I know we talked about this, but how this show is structured, uh, before this is not the, uh, season one finale, technically, even though they're breaking up this season in really weird ways that have done nothing but annoy me the entire time the show has been on as much as I enjoy it. Um, me and everybody else. This is actually the midpoint of season one. Uh, there will be another 10 episodes at some point later this year. Uh, my hope is that they do not do the, the five episodes break five episodes thing again. Uh, yeah, of course you just get all 10. You yep. know what? Unless they tell, uh, unless the first five episodes tell a concrete story and the other five episodes tell another concrete story, then okay, but please don't do it. Yeah, I um... hope. I hope the other ten are just released straight out. It would yeah, be nice. 
Yeah, I think I think it's going to be like that for the for the last 10 just because you know it kind of seemed like they were in a rush to get whatever they had already filmed for Discovery out. So they figured, oh, let's just stop the cartoon and let's just put Discovery on so that way people can watch Discovery. But then by the end of the year or whenever it's supposed to come out, I think most of the live action stuff should be pretty much wrapped up. I think yeah, I mean uh, Discovery has another two weeks, I think, and then Picard will be done by May, and then Strange New Worlds will take over in May, and that'll probably go till July or something. And then I think they said uh, uh, Lord. Lord Lower Decks, Lower Decks three is yeah. in the summer. So then, if you could put the last ten of these out after Lower Decks, that would probably work. Um, but you yeah, know, let's see. What like Yep. Yeah, let's see and then what, you get the discovery. I guess. Yeah. Let's see what they do with that. I guess. Uh, our main. Let's see if they can do the full year of having a track show every week. Yeah, I kind of love it actually. Um, Same. I'm not complaining. So uh, <laughs> our our main point for today is uh, to review. I believe this was called a moral scar. Um, yep. Parts, parts one and two. Parts one and two, which I wasn't even going to acknowledge since we're we're approaching it as Doing one. It as a single episode. Um, yeah. And I have <laughs> to say, before we get into the the particular show, I have to say that um, the Prodigy theme, like the the music that plays over the credit sequence, is very quickly yeah. becoming my favorite theme song of any any Trek show. I don't know. I'm going to go that far, but for two episodes, I actually listened through the whole uh, no. intro. I didn't skip it one I bit. I, always... I also did the same thing when I rewatched Picard. Yeah. The nostal- there was a nostalgic tune to that one as oh, well. That was just like, yeah, I'm not skipping this. The Picard one is beautiful. Like, I, I really oh, yeah. enjoy that. Um, yeah, the, the, yeah, the music piece. in both of them are great. And the one, oh, yeah. the one thing I will say, and I don't know if we talked about this this month, not to bring up the convention thing for the millionth time, but um, <laughs> one thing they do. But do I'm it, not gonna bring it up for the millionth time. One, yeah, one thing they do do it that is the last night, you know, because it ran from Wednesday to Sunday, and the last night, the Saturday night, they have like a concert where they bring in like a full orchestra, and they play a lot of the, they play a lot of the music from the shows, right? And they did the Picard theme with a full orchestra, and it was absolutely gorgeous. Oh, and man. I cannot wait until. And a lot of times they skew it towards the newer stuff. Like they did a lot of Discovery stuff. They did a lot. Of, they did the pro, the Picard theme, and there was some of the older stuff. But I'm actually looking forward to going this year if they do the Prodigy thing with a with a live orchestra. Like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> Ever since we started doing Prodigy, I've been saying how awesome Michael Giacchino's score is, and it does not disappoint. I never skipped yeah. once uh, as uh, Prodigy was, you know, beginning. Uh, it's very rare, but uh, that I do that nowadays. But it's like once yep. you see, you know, the DS9, the Voyager, the TNG intro a million times, you just want to skip yep. over it. This is brand new and amazing, and I'm probably gonna make it my ringtone sometime soon yep. as well but uh yeah it's it's awesome i actually pull it up on i actually pull up the prodigy theme on spotify once a day and listen to it once a day nice nice uh-huh. oh, wow. 
And it, it I, actually, do, I do that with the uh, do you really want to do you really want to taste it? I've been doing that <laughs> lately too because I really enjoy that song. Um, and actually, I will probably continue to do that even after Peacemaker ends. Uh, as long as you throw your dog the invisible bone, you should be good. Yep, agreed. Great agreed, show. Man. We'll get to that. We'll get to that next week or so. Um, yeah, I, I, I got the uh, I got the Spotify playlist favorited, and I've been listening to that for that Peacemaker. Oh, for all the did they put all the songs from that in a in a playlist oh, yeah. or something? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Of course, oh, yeah. yeah. Gun yeah, of course yeah. we did. Yeah, James Gunn. It's a James yeah, Gunn dude, show, of course. We that did. that uh, that whole album is actually pretty good, and I mean the Wigwam album, uh, the nonstop rock and roll. It's pretty solid. Yeah. Five minutes of music. If, uh, nice. if nobody's listened to it, I thoroughly suggest it. Nice. So I'm going to try to uh, hit the plot of this. Um, so this basically picks up right from the previous one with the, the time rift thing. Like they're still, they're all, the kids are all together and they're kind of recounting the experience of the time rift thing. And then they still have the, the dreadnought head is still there from when uh, Dreadnought had been had shown up on the ship and Gwyn blew him up the airlock and stuff. The head is still there. And so while they're while they're talking, the the head sort of activates and starts playing a recording from the diviner where he says, you know, he's trying to find them obviously to get the ship back. And he says, Yeah, uh, you have you have one day to come back to Tars Lamora and give me the ship, or I'm gonna kill all these other kill all these other children I have here. And so they the kids deliberate over that for a while. They're like, do we really want to do that? Because then we're screwed. Um, but can we really go to the they do talk about possibly going to the Federation and trying to get the Federation to help them deal with this, but then they're very much like I don't think we had that kind of time because then time will take us to do that. The diviner will kill everyone there. So they do decide to, um, so they do decide to go back to Tarzalmora and have some sort of face off with the diviner. Um, So the whole first episode is basically they plan that out and they do, you know, they do all the things they need to do to make that work, which they, you know, some of it, the audience is aware of, but I think they also want to, um, save some of the big reveal moments and stuff so they don't expressly lay out what the plan is. They yeah, just show it's just like, a training yep. montage. Yep. And they do put them, they do actually wear, or at least uh, Dal, Gwyn, and Jankum wear actual Starfleet uniforms, which was kind of neat. Um, yep. Completely different design than we've ever seen before, which they tend to do on these shows. Every show does the uniforms a little differently, which is cool. Uh, but I, which is cool. Yep. These are but nice. I, as far I as uniforms like, go. Yep, I did like the design. I thought they were nice. Um, so the, how the hologram Janeway also, you know, uh, updated her uniform to match theirs. Yeah, I did like cool, that. Yeah. Um, so then they go back to they go back to Tarzalmora. Um, and you know, have the encounter with the diviner where they basically go, okay, yeah, you can have the you can have the ship back as long as you let everybody live. And then he says, "Well, I want I want Gwen to go with me as well for reasons that you don't need to know," um, <laughs> which she then agrees to. I think in reality because they want to keep one of them on the ship somewhere. 
Um, so then, uh, Diviner takes her and the protostar and leaves, and he made them a deal where he would leave them a ship to get off the asteroid, which he then reneges on. Um, yep. So you're you're supposed to believe that they're screwed. You're supposed to believe that they're screwed for about thirty seconds when you realize that you know they expect- part of the plan. That's only yeah, part of the plan. They expected him to do something like this, so they had. Um, and they don't tell you exactly how this happens at the end of the first episode, but they somehow are able to remove the warp drive for the, the proto drive from the ship, which is what he really wants anyway. Yep. So yep. then it gives, it gives him reason to still deal with them. So they're on, then the second episode starts, they're on the asteroid still. And um, the diviner and dreadnought and Gwyn are out with the proto star and you, this is where I get a little fuzzy. Cause I think I might've actually like fallen asleep during part of this. Um, but, but um, that's also because I watch, I will often watch this stuff very late at night, which maybe I shouldn't do so much. Um, so I believe you found out that one of the reasons why the diviner wants the ship is because he put some sort of computer virus on it so that whenever they're, Whenever they're exposed to another Starfleet ship, it will somehow infect and destroy Starfleet ships, which, you know, did they tell you why he hates Starfleet so much? Uh, uh, I think yeah, yeah, Diviner? It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's shown in the second Diviner episode. because they blew up his planet because no, of the first well, contact done wrong. They did, well, yeah, they, they, didn't, they didn't blow up his planet. What happened? Well, no, but and... yeah, but that's why he hates him. Basically, Starfleet Mover had the first contact, and then yeah. there was sort of a civil war that brewed on his planet. Yeah, and everybody basically, died. Yeah, as a basically, result, he, because yeah, like the pro Starfleet section and against Starfleet section. Well, basically, oh, okay. it seemed like it seemed like that he was blaming Starfleet for essentially first contact. And first contact yeah, led to the civil war. You know what I mean? So basically, if Starfleet didn't make the first contact, then his planet would survive. Yeah, because they they were very much, and that kind of reminded me of um, uh, that episode of TNG that I watched recently. Um, with uh, half a planet, with... half a planet. No, 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 no. The one with Riker when he gets uh, <laughs> caught um, in that hospital. And oh, it's contact. actually called first contact. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. It kind of reminded me of that, where like they they weren't ready for first contact, and they thought they were more superior or whatever. That's what that kind of reminded me of. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. No, nice for call. me, it was a very stupid reason because they ended up blaming uh, Starfleet for you know not interfering in their civil war because that's mm. kind of what Starfleet does. So it's like Diviner, as as smart as he is, he's also a dumbass. So, yeah, yep. Um, so then, you know, the you find out that they hid the protocore by having Murph eat it. Which I did think was kind of cute. Um, so then, they end hey, up also. A- also, uh, to your note about the virus, you know, that kind of reminded me of the way uh, that uh, Isheb's uh, parents kind of found a way to destroy Borg was also very similar to that. Oh, yeah. I thought of that the other day because uh, 
we got to the the episode of Picard that Echeb dies in, which yep. <laughs> pissed off a lot of people in the way it was shown, at least with the eye being ripped yep. out. Um, yeah. So, so they have you know a face off with the Diviner again, and uh, they're on the I believe they're on the asteroid, and and all the other former miners like join up and help them fight the Diviner off. And yeah, they get now they the, can all understand each other because of uh, universal translation. The translator, yeah. So then they get the ship back, and um, they make the decision to go towards uh, the Federation, I believe. And yep. then we cut to another ship where you see a trill sitting at a console, and the mm-hmm. said trill. Hey, we have a, a third occurrence of the the proto drive, the proto star drive signature thing, and yep, yep. we find out, we find out that the commanding officer of this ship is the real Admiral Janeway, um, yes, sir. who was going to go looking for the the proto star, ostensibly because she's looking for Chakotay and the crew of the proto star. So we'll see yep. what happens when. When the real Janeway encounters uh, the kids, I guess in the second well, half. Well, we kind of season. do know it's going to be really bad. Oh yeah, because, I think it's going to yeah. be. Well, you, because you, they never you skipped a, a little bit of uh, a, bit. a summary. Okay, yeah. what I meant. So it's, basically, it's still when got the... the. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, go. Yeah, you you go. I oh. can cover. Leave anything uh, out. No, I was going to say it's uh, it, basically what's still happening is that virus is still on the protostar. Exactly. We got that off. And um, you find out and that had her father. Wife, so she doesn't remember. Yeah. Yeah. And that her father is actually from like the future. That's how she, that's how he knows all this. And um, yep. and yeah, uh, Gwen's mind was wiped in that whole uh, that whole crazy uh, thingy, Michigi that the robot did zero. Um, and so she has, yeah, and she has no idea. Yeah, she has no idea that um, of that whole sequence where he told her that the virus is on the ship and stuff. So as soon as they uh, find Genway, yeah. So that's why it's going to be bad once right. the Janeway ship pro- finds them. Yep, I can forget about that. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens when you. Yeah, that's what happens when you look into the eyes of Medusa. Yep. Straight into them. Now, whatever. here's an interesting so thing from the first. Uh, so Jay was uh, captain of the USS Dauntless. Yeah, why wasn't so it the Voyager? Uh, I don't know. Could be many reasons, but if memory Pro- serves me correctly, the was also a trap that was put into Delta Quadrant when I think it was either in fourth or fifth season when uh, when Voyager encountered the Starfleet ship, and then it turned out it was just a decoy, and I believe the name was U.S. Dauntless. I have I will look for that you when I get correct. to that particular episode, but it seems like you're right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's also uh, it's, uh, it's uh, that. Uh, what's the name of that stupid drive that we covered in Timeless? Uh, that's where they get the idea for it. Oh, the slipstream drive. Yeah, slipstream drive. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Right. Okay. I forgot about that. Oh, oh. you mean Timeless with the USS Rhode Island? Captain was that by uh, 
captained by uh, Jordy LaForge. Was that LaForge? Yeah, ship? but uh, yeah, that's yeah. where they uh, that's where <laughs> they tested out the slipstream drive, but that's not where they first encountered it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it turned out also, I mean, sorry, but coincidentally, as uh, turned out that because of the uh, Janeway's, you know, contract with the Borg, turned out that the guy whose ship that was, was blaming Janeway for destruction and assimilation of his planet. So he wanted to exact revenge on Janeway, which kind of, you know, when you think about it, it's kind of what happens in these two episodes that we're covering. So, yeah. Yep, you're right. I forgot the all the diviner mentioned being from the future, uh, too, and that's how he knew all this was going to happen. I guess that's what yeah, happens yep. when you sleep and watch stuff. Yeah. Well, I also <laughs> I, do, I do remember that. I do remember that, but I wasn't sure if he was lying or not. So I also was just like, not, I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess you could take it that way too. No way it was a lie. Yeah. And the reason yeah, what happened so, in the holodeck was so he can show her exactly what happened to its planet. Right. So, yep, I will probably so we kind of try to watch the Diviner stuff. backstory, which we were yeah get from the beginning. Another thing that was yep. re- kind of revealed is the name of the show, why it's called Prodigy. Yeah. Yep. They finally used the name of the show, and I was wondering when that was coming. Um, and the whole speech was kind of well said as far as like kids. Yep. One question, one interesting point I noticed from the first half that, uh, you know, was never brought up before, um, but doesn't surprise me knowing how this particular species works. Zero, when they were uh, going, heading back towards Tars Lamora, I believe had a conversation with Gwyn where he was like, I, I understand why we have to do this, but I'm not looking forward to the possibility that your father might use me as a weapon again. So, like, mm-hmm. I was interested in what that actually was. And, like, knowing what the whole Medusan thing is and that, you know, the reason Zero floats around in that weird robot containment thing is because to, you know, and if you go back to the original series episode i believe it was is there in truth no beauty looking at one of these medusan things will drive anybody insane yep. so yep. does that mean the diviner was using zero to get what he wanted by you know oh you don't want to play along with whatever i want well here look at this probably it's possible mm-hmm. it's possible yeah. maybe maybe zero was also alluding to what his species have been used for past you know like yep. maybe Diviner didn't necessarily use him as that reason uh, why their home planet was destroyed yep. what ended the world war in destruction of the planet and zero and Medu- like could have something to do with it. yeah i would i would wonder if you know like, if... i think zero came back from the future with them mm-hmm. because then zero would have reeled all this stuff before Yep, uh, but, uh, but there's some play there, definitely. I wonder if you're gonna if they ever do, you know, individual backstory episodes for each of the the cast members. Like if you're gonna, they're eventually gonna do something with Zero where you're gonna see that, where you're gonna. That's see a, what... That's uh, that's kind of what I was hoping for. At that's some where you're gonna see. I don't know. 
I think you're gonna and, get all uh, that. And the captain there, the what's his face? I forget his name all the time. Doll. Um, Doll. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got a little bit of his dog. background. Well, they're building all of they're building the secrecy out of his. Like he doesn't even know what his background yeah. is. So, like, I'm sure they'll get into that eventually. Um, you know, keeping in mind that they they're still committed to do what another thirty episodes of this show, really, or the next two years. So far, I wouldn't be surprised if they're more based on how well they, you know. Because, like, like you, if you're waiting for drop down in Poland quality, we're not getting, we're not seeing it. No, no. I'm past the point. I know we talked about this early on, like, when we were doing the first couple of these, how I was surprised by, like, I was waiting for the hammer of, like, oh, all of a sudden this is going to be a regular kid show and you're going to hate it. And like, but it's not like a no point. That still hasn't happened. Like, yeah, I don't think it will. Yeah, I get the things that it does as a concession to being a kid show, but they're never enough. Where I'm like, I don't like this anymore. Mm. You know. um, Plus, plus, I like the fact that it's animated, and you can uh, and you can do a lot more stuff that you would cost like tons and tons of money in like a live action show. Yep. I still think, you know, Dal and Gwyn are the only characters you could do in this main cast that you could do live action without a problem. Because I think... I don't know. I mean, I could see Zero maybe being not that big of a problem. Yeah, I think it would look weird, though. Like, if they... And you could do Jenkum Pug, too. That wouldn't... You could just put somebody in a lot of makeup. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and I did like the fact that you really started to see them. You really started to see them function as a team more so than they have anywhere else. Like, clearly, they've been building to that this entire for this entire half of the season, where they will start to actually function as a group. Um, actually, if you look at uh, some of the close-up pictures of Dahl, I think he might be partly Talaxian. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of got the hair. I mean, he's got the hair and the spots. Yeah. They have a, like a, he has like a tail on the back of his head, doesn't he? Like he has a. Well, I said partly Talaxian, not completely. No, I know Talaxian. that's not that's not an argument for whether he has Talaxian genetics or not. I'm just I'm trying to think of all the different stuff he's got that could be that could come from somewhere, and I noticed, yeah. and I couldn't. I couldn't unsee it once I actually noticed it, and it amazed me that it took me this long to spot it. Like he's got some weird like tail thing coming out of the back of his head that like sort of reminded I me it of was the just hair or something. No, maybe it was, but it just it kind of looked like a tail. Yeah, thing. it does kind of look tail. Yeah, yeah, and it sort of reminded. See, me. Could we see the return of Neelix? It's I think possible. Anybody- I think anybody from Voyager is fair game at this point. I mean, yeah. it's possible. Well, probably yeah, except for seven. He's got some sort of tail sticking out the back of his head, right beneath his hair. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no, I never, yeah it's I kind think, of a tail. I mean, I think seven will be out of bounds because she's somewhere else already. Um, but, or what if they dis- if they decide to change the whole uh, history of uh, season one of Star Trek Picard because 
that's kind of what they've been announcing the changing of the timeline to some degree uh, uh you know anything with seven could be possible yep yeah, but, i really yeah, hate it. i really uh, hate the fenris ranger thing i just annoys the crap out of me i think it needs more i don't i don't hate that idea i and i even said this when uh as I said, Corey and I have been rewatching it this week. I even said as we were doing this, doing that, and they started to mention how she was in that ranger group or whatever. I was like, I would love to know how she got from the end of Voyager to that. Like, yeah, same. That's, that's almost a show in itself, telling you how you know that she wasn't like a super idealistic character, but obviously, you know, her whole thing had she'd sort of been shepherded by the Federation. Uh, for years by the time they get back to earth and whatever so what what was it that gets her from that to working with that sort of semi-lawless kind of group like i i think there's a and whether jerry ryan would actually do this or whether paramount has any interest in doing this there is a spin-off show in that somewhere um yeah i'll give you that that'd be interesting but from how I gather, like the Federation is completely different from what we've been accustomed to to a certain degree. And you know, whenever she comes back, she kind of takes I don't know what amount of time, but all the Exborg stuff and all the stuff with the Romulans and then with Synths, like the whole thing that ties Picard that does that happens in Picard is I don't know, man, it's just way too weird and way too I don't know what. Yeah, I, but I it guess, just doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't sit right with me. And, and we'll we'll talk about that when we do the for the sure, card for review, sure. But, but uh, to your point, yeah, to your point, anything you know, that happened in Voyager, I guess, is pretty fair game. You know, yeah. I, I, I mean, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Neelix for sure, man. I think basically they've established that they're willing to use anything on this because you can, you know, stuff. You don't have limits, like we've seen. No. you know we. We've seen Scotty here. We've seen Odo in here. I mean, and we've seen Spock, Spock in here. I mean, obviously, they've shown they're willing to do whatever, as long as you have the have the ability to do the voices and whatever. And you can clearly do that with old with old material. You don't need, you know, they did the the thing in the Kobayashi Maru show where like four of them were dead, and they still had <laughs> yeah. they still had dialed. So I mean, it's not, you know, they could. They could literally do anything on this show, and I wouldn't be surprised. And I think that's why that's part of why I like it so much because it's like they've said that it's yeah, and it and it works well. I mean, I almost I like Lower Decks too, as far as the animated stuff goes. I like Lower Decks too for what that is, but to me, that's that's a completely different animal than this. And yeah, yeah, and I mean, and and that's, and that's like a, and that's like a good thing that they're realizing now with animation is that you can do uh, two different styled animated shows in the same universe. You know what I mean? You can have lower decks, which is more of a Orville family guy type of deal. And you can have a show like this, which is more on like a serious, you know, not really serious. Well, I guess serious, um, but like more of like a you know a, a canonical tone to Typical it. Typical you know Star I mean? Trek stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so. Yep. No, I do think this, and you know, yeah, I think uh, I think I don't think they're done with the diviner yet. Um, 
No. Oh, same, because you see see him, like, scribbling something in the ground. And there's a pattern. They leave him on uh, Tars Lamora when they take all all the prisoners off. So he's like the only one still there. Uh, yeah, they give the prisoners you know, a diviner's ship. So he's the only last person in the maze. But then he scribbles some pattern in the ground. Yep. I think he'll come back at some point, whether it's in season two, maybe. I think they're going to. I think they're going to go away from it for the rest of this season, at least, and then probably long enough that you'll that they're assuming a lot of the audience will just kind of forget about him, and then he'll come back at some point later and and be a threat again somehow. Uh, yeah, or they're going to need for something. Yep, maybe he'll start working with that weird Ferengi. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe Hirogen show up and become the next villains for the group. You know, you never know. Yeah, that'd be. Thing I would I would see the uh, well the, the proof that nothing is out of bounds or of you know see the see the Herogen, anything see the Herogen armor drawn in the way this show would do it that that oh, uh, dude, yeah oh that yeah <laughs> yeah I'm still stuck on the killing game I haven't gone anywhere near any of that stuff in a couple of weeks um, just because we've been watching Picard so yeah uh, killing game and some two. Probably two of the some of the best episodes. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I like where this show is, where this show has been, and where it seems to be going. Um, I do think a lot of the the character relationships are uh, developing. Uh, characters sure, are developing man. themselves too. Like, I like the. There's a lot of stuff in the in these two parts between Jenkum and Rocktech where they were very much like. You know, clearly they've already sort of established a, a thing between Gwyn and Rock Tech where they sort sort of like the big sister, little sister thing. Yep. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of stuff in here where like, you know, Jenkum and Rock Tech were running around doing stuff for this plan and they end up saving each other's bacon a couple of times. And um, well, there was a whole fun sequence with when they were to fix the engine. Yeah. And and Jenkum was like, I can't do this. And then Rocktag basically tells him what to do. And he was yes, like, you know he, what? I'm going to guard more and you go do it. Because yeah. at that point, you forgot. Like, Rocktag is basically an engineer because yep. she taught herself how to be one. Yep. Yeah, I did like that. Like, she lists all this stuff off and thinking he's going to follow it. And then he just goes, okay, why don't yeah. you do that? And I'll hold the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah but I, I get, but I, I get what you're saying, John. Like, like very much like uh, like the beginnings of uh, say like a Kim and uh, you know Paris type of relationship or a or a uh, Data and Jordy type of relationship. I mean, yep. all of these shows yep. kind of end up having that kind of friendship, um, yep. as part of the show or whatever. So yeah, no, I, I see what you're talking about with Rock Tech and uh, um. Uh, Dalek. Yep. Yeah. I did some. I did some research on uh, Rock Tech. Uh, they just because I was curious, like where did that idea come from for that species or whatever? Mm. And I did see something uh, from the, the. Was it was it the rock monster from Galaxy Quest? <laughs> no, but I did think that too. <laughs> I, saw an interview, I saw an interview with um with the two guys who came up with this show. The Hageman brothers or, or yeah. what their names are. Uh, 
apparently rock tech is and this is something you would only know if you read some of the novels and stuff this is the only time where this ah. particular species has come up rock tech is something called a brickar which <laughs> was a a species that peter david made up for his uh new frontier novels they had a there was a ship set during the the tng period with a you know a bunch of characters that were either completely new or were like side characters in TNG, like uh, Doctor Salar, the Vulcan doctor who was on the Enterprise, was the yep. chief medical officer of that. Robin Leffler was the the Data role, hmm. um, and this Brickar guy, who was basically a giant rock guy, was. Uh, the security chief, and he was also they canonized him by making academy roommate. Um, <laughs> so they have said that Rock Tech is one of these is a member of this species. Whether they'll actually ever mention that on the show or not is you know because no it it would be it would be the first time that species has ever been shown uh, on an actual show. It's something that they made up for a book, mm, uh, yeah. and and it would and it would kind of be, I think, maybe the first time that something that was made in a book would be introduced into a Trek show, right? Yeah, they never because I, I think I think most stuff in the books come from the shows or the movies, not right. vice versa. Yeah, there's never there hasn't really been much that's been uh, created for those novels that was then later introduced into uh, into something canonical. Yeah, mm. that doesn't well, happen. If, if it's happened if it's at all, the first, then that's kind of cool, actually. If it's happened at all, I can't remember what it was, and I've read a lot of that stuff over the years, so I you would think I might know if there was something that they took from those and actually used them in a show somewhere. Um, so it looks like the uh, the second half of the season is going to basically make real Janeway the antagonist as somebody who's trying to catch them. Um, where could well, we see... That, well, here's the thing. Like, it really is... depends on if she is going to blame them for the virus. Yeah. When you and start... When, if we're going to assume that the second part of the season is going to deal with the... Janeway meets up with the... With this cow, with <laughs> with them. Oh, sorry. Probably she so. meets them, and the virus gets uh, released. I wouldn't think Janeway would be the person who's automatically gonna assume them guilty because they're right. on their way to meet with her. So I think they're gonna right. be when they actually see a starship. Well, at first, at first, they're gonna probably be a little combative, just because if it's not uh, yeah, she's Chakotay, gonna expect Chakotay. Exactly, yeah, if it's yeah. not if it's not Chakotay as the captain, then she's gonna be like, "What did you guys do to Chakotay?" And then they're gonna have to try to explain it, and yeah, you know, yeah, so that's Janeway gonna that's gonna be a whole episode. Or yeah, two. dude, but Janeway is a completely different captain than say Card or Cisco or whoever. She doesn't necessarily, you know. I mean, she'll have her phasers charged, but she's not gonna shoot first. No, no, no. She's not gonna shoot first. But what I'm saying though is that she's going she's to gonna, basically. She's suspecting Chicote. She doesn't know what happened. To yeah, yeah. So she's gonna expect. 
she's going to expect there to be a problem and she's going to expect like these people that are now like on the proto star to, yeah, that they did something to them or whatever. You know what I mean? Or, I doubt it. You know. I doubt it. Well, if she's going to see him in the Starfleet uniforms, which they're wearing, she probably won't, you know, she's not going to just assume they killed Chicote and the crew. No, 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 no. She I'm not saying want to that. know what I'm... happened. No, I'm not saying that they're gonna that she's gonna suspect the kids of killing him, but she's gonna be like, you know, what the hell is going on here? You know what I mean? Yep, yep. Like, you know, oh, yeah. and I and I, I and I get and I get the whole like, you know, her as a captain thing because obviously I seen Voyager too. She's not very much like the, you know, let's shoot first, ask questions later. But I mean, she is also an admiral let's at this point. Up. So there's a yeah. I'm there's... see Worf as a captain. <laughs> Hey, hey! I was rooting for that. I was rooting for that Captain Morph show. Um, I to do that, actually. Uh, uh, they're still not off. Like, and I know Diana Troy. She says she's she'd do it. Chief O'Brien was asked. He did an interview recently uh, about a movie he did, and they asked him about like Star Trek shows. They, and he was like, "I would love to see Worf as <laughs> a show about Worf." Actually. Actually, and I would know, totally like, come back and do that. Yeah, that was like his, you know. I mean, a lot of people would think that like a a, a Captain Worf show would just be him blowing shit up all the time, but <laughs> oh, no, I mean, if but no, yeah, like if, if you actually watched him like in uh, DS Nine with Cisco and stuff like that, he kind of learned a lot about like command structure and like yep. you know trying to you know. Oh yeah, between, I think when you look Cisco at, I think Picard, Worf is the, the character with most episodes, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm, yeah. Yeah, between the, between the two so shows, you're talking and... like his character growth from, you know, Enterprise DS9. Like he's not gonna be oh, I blow everybody up. Mm. Like I think that would make a really interesting show. We're yeah, gonna plus, do, plus we're gonna... have a little yeah. bit of the Klingon yeah. stuff in them too. You know, oh, yeah. this time on the Klingon ships. When we do get back to the retro shows, and I think that's coming because you know next week is the last time where I could see us doing two current things at once uh we're gonna do way of the warrior someday and we'll get into uh how he ended up up on deep space nine and uh, some of the behind the scenes stuff there and all that way of the warrior is usually how my uh, deep space nine binge starts (laughs) oh really yeah i don't know why man but it's just that's where i start seasons that's where i started choreo i happen to be there just because I happened to be there anyway when she was going to start watching it with me. Um, so, yeah, you do have that coming with her, I guess. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I usually never really go back and watch before. Uh, uh, very, very little do I watch before uh, Way of the Warrior just because, you know, I've, you know, me with DS9. DS9 is not my favorite show of the Trek series. But, uh, you know, I do like starting with that mostly because I'm a big fan of Worf. So usually yeah. from then on is when the show kind of really picks up for me. It really did. It really does get way better once he it shows really up. Does get up. Um, yep, yep, there are sure. a lot of really, there are a lot of really good individual episodes before that, but I think as a whole, it really takes off once he shows up. Uh, yeah, man, the emissaries, all in and of itself. Yep, yep, and we're gonna go on a run of of Deep Space Nines once we get to the back to the retro shows. I think the next three of those we have planned are all are all that. Yep. Yep, um, yep. Next three are all <laughs> next nine. So I think 
I think the next one of those is probably two weeks from now. Once we knock the Picard retro out, um, then I think uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. we'll, be to, we'll be down to one new show after that for the foreseeable future. Um, so if we want to, we can go back to doing the retros for a while. Um, next time you're doing is duet, right? Yeah, that'll be, I think that'll be two weeks from now is when yeah. we would do that. Um, had Melora, ugh. And uh, <laughs> I and can't Barbie. wait for that episode, man. And then far beyond the stars, yeah. And far beyond the stars, yep. And then uh, v- Boris, you threw out Voyage Home after that too, which yes. I think yes. we yes. should go and do. Yeah, I'm gonna see if Tim wants to, because um, I know or, he's. In... Or, or do you want to do like, like time in order, or did you yeah. just want to jump to Voyage Home? What do you mean, do them in order? Like uh, motion picture, um, oh, you know, Wrath of oh, Khan. Well, here, here's what I would suggest, though. Here's my thought. We should do – why don't we back up Voyage Home for a couple of months only because I do think that's a good idea. I do think that's a good idea to do all six of the original movies. But the 40th anniversary for Wrath of Khan is coming up in June. Mm. So – what if we released Wrath of Khan the week of the anniversary? Like, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, which I believe. Yeah, but is, uh, the Wrath of Khan has to be the whole augment thing, man. Otherwise, you just point. Oh yeah, we'll do we'll do the augment trilogy first. Then we'll do it before then. That makes okay. sense. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah, so why don't we right now we'll we'll plan on the three DS nines in a row, and then we'll figure we'll use that time in between to figure out what we want to do. After that, um, sure. I believe the 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 Wrath of Khan release date was June fourth, nineteen eighty two. Uh, I'll look that up before we do that one again. Um, which yeah, we'll uh, finally get around to it uh, to how this whole before, podcast started uh, two years after we yep, Wrath of Khan <laughs> and Undiscovered Country were the original idea for what turned into this part of this show. <laughs> Um, and we still haven't actually done those. Uh, those were those were planned, I think, last June uh, when Brent was going to go do the lobster bit for a couple of months. Um, so uh, June fourth, yeah, eighty two is when Kong came off. Yep. So we'll plan to have that one out by June fourth of twenty two. Then um, I would <laughs> love. I'd like to try to put that out around that same time. I think that would be kind of neat. Um, so yeah, I do. I'm really interested to see where this, where the second half of this season goes. Uh, given that they're going to have to start directly dealing with Starfleet, um, the question I have is, you know, and granted, this will play out over the next ten half hours or whatever it is they're going to do. Um, I'm curious how, you know, given the position they're in, where they're going to start heading back toward uh, Federation space and whatever. And knowing that this show has another season already, where is this show going to be left? Where there's still this group of kids is still going to be allowed to function with this ship? Like, well, maybe the- they'll get transferred to Starfleet Academy or something. The, I, I think the biggest deal. Maybe Janeway lets them go. 
I uh, I don't I don't think you're gonna end up seeing Janeway in that encounter until towards the end of the season. So I think I think you're gonna have a couple of episodes. Yeah, they still have to meet where, up. Uh, yeah, where where they're they have their own little adventures while they get to the um, Starfleet uh, space. You know, the yeah, Federation space. Remember, they don't know Janeway enough, or the Janeway's coming. Hmm. Right. Right now, they just know. Have, like a general. We're gonna go. And even if they want to do, if they want to use the protostar to travel faster, they still have to wait for the charge time. Right. So the protostar actually charge up. And it's still, like uh, Justin said, we're probably going to see B end of the season by the time. Yep. We also don't know whether... We also don't know whether they're gonna go through the wormhole and uh, you know encounter Deep Space Nine or whatever either. You know that yeah, that is still, also a possibility. They're still technically in the Gamma Quadrant, right? Yeah. Yep. Or I guess they went back to Tars Lamora, so they're back where they started from again. Uh, yeah, so like, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of factors in play. You know, a lot of things are in motion, dude. Yeah, I'll be really interested to see where the rest of this goes. I mean, mm. I am. Uh, hey, they've been doing a heck of a job so far. Yep. And as we've I don't been, as, as I've been let it down at any point, as I've been repeating, as we have done all these, like <laughs> I, I very much expected this to be the thing, this to be the show that I watched kind of out of obligation in the sense of like it's new Star Trek and it exists, so I'm going to watch it. But. Yeah. Never did I think I was going to be as interested in in a show meant for ten year olds as I am in this one. Um, so well, I know um, from Clone Wars and Rebels, I, I have that potential. So this show really is that good. Yep. Um, I, I have a feeling this, that's. Uh, I have a feeling that's what they were trying to do with these. They were trying to hit that yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like they were trying to uh uh they were trying to get like that whole Rebels Clone Wars feel for Trek yep. franchise, you know what I mean? And I think yep. they succeeded. And yeah. as somebody who has still hasn't really watched those, um I I Dude, definitely get on it. it, man. No, I know, I'm going to. The next time I actually go through all of Star Wars, I'm gonna watch those. I'm actually gonna sit down and do those. I mean, with Clone Wars and Rebels, and, and I mean, Star Wars really just got a whole lot better. Yep. I even like the that one uh, season of the Resistance, which wasn't, you know, everybody's cup of tea, but I liked it. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I've I been- don't know. I didn't even. I talked to my Star Wars loving friends, and they were like, "Don't even bother." That's the one and I then was. I saw the animation, and I was like, yeah. "Ah." Just, you know, uh, what the main pro- like the there main was a problem... show for like three year olds and four year olds. Yeah, yeah, but the, the the main problem with that show was the main character is way too ADHD, and once you get past the first, <clears throat> to start to you know understand the good guy. And there's some pretty cool characters in that show too. So that that's just what yeah, that's why I like it. And they have some pretty good stuff in there too. So yep. And I guess we can talk about some other some news with other shows came out uh, this past week or two too, um, which we always kind of hit when we do these. Um, there was the first uh, promotional image, like the first poster release for Strange New Worlds, came out in the last few weeks. 
Um, it's basically an image of, and you don't really see Pike like he's. It's very small, but you basically it's basically Pike on a horse on a hill, and the Enterprise is behind him like in midair. It's pretty mm-hmm. neat. Pretty neat poster. I saw it. It was like, oh yeah, this is actually a thing that's happening now. Okay, um, and we do know from. Uh, I guess there was some sort of uh, some sort of interview thing recently where they were talking about you know even more shows in development still, and uh, you know basically the talk is that you know they're talking about they're talking about shows four or five six years down the road from now. Um, yeah. So this is not all this stuff is not going away. Um, they basically said that the. The Section 31 show with Michelle Yeoh is still in development. Um, yep. They're probably they're probably going to wait until one of the current shows goes off the air. So I would bet after next Picard. year, next year of Picard, knowing that three is going to be the last, uh, you might start to see more stuff with that after that. Um, Hopefully, Discovery. Yeah, I think Discovery might <laughs> still be going though. The at the I rate they're going. I think they signed it up for another season. I don't know. Yeah, no, five, five is happening. We know that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, so dude, I just pulled the Strange New Worlds poster, with, and it's oh, dude, yeah, it's beautiful. It wasn't it great? I know. Yeah, it's a, dude, bike um, on a horse and Enterprise, right now, and oh, dude. And apparently, there is a Starfleet Academy show in development. Um, which hopefully we will see some more stuff for that in the next few months, maybe even hopefully within we get to see year. Professor Chief O'Brien. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, and it <laughs> sounds like it's this one sounds like it's going to be a live action show, although I haven't heard that expressly confirmed anywhere. But um, so do we know which uh, when it's uh, when it's set? It might be. Yeah, it could. You know, it could be another. I haven't. It could seen... be a discovery spinoff. Yeah, I was gonna say, considering that they did all that stuff this year, setting up a new version of the academy, it could be that. And we really yeah, yeah, leaving for the Boot academy. Yeah, version of Bootby then. Maybe. No, I mean it could be that. It could but be I'm... a discovery spinoff with Tilly. Yeah, it could. So... It could be like the new academy thing or something. You know, we'll see what they yeah. what they do with that. I, I, I'm not... so I'd like to just see it. Uh... I would, I would just to like see it, um, you know, set like kind of in this like prodigy, you know, time frame where it's like mm. after Nemesis and stuff like after that. Nemesis, you know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I've always been a fan of like them just like continuing the timeline as opposed to all this jump yes. around nonsense. Like yes. I don't, I, I, guys know I'm not a fan of Discovery, so you know I'm, I'm not a fan of them like going back and making shows like of the past really um because it's like we've already in that discovery timeline and now you're making everything seem weird that's like very different than the original series um and uh um, even though i am dude. i yeah i know but i'm just saying you know I, I like the i like the you know like how they keep going in the timeline so i'd rather them uh so mm-hmm. i'd rather just keep going in the timeline, you know what I mean? So we can see what yeah, happened like, between keep moving uh, Nemesis and Picard. Yeah. Know? So yeah, I'll be interested to see if more more stuff for that that proposed Academy show gets let out. Um, mm. 
and I do think, you know, I do think there is a place for a Section 31 show that we've the thing the thing I the risk I think you run is that it's kind of you know when we've talked I think we talked about this with Boba Fett recently uh, it, and it's kind of the same idea behind like Wolverine and the X-Men comics like the more you give him a history the less interesting he is yeah. uh, so like I think they have a they have a tough line to walk with a section 31 show where like how much do you really want to expose that because then it takes the mystery out of it you know um, yeah. but, but I do think if you're going to do that the uh, the mirror universe version of Giorgio and that Lieutenant Tyler guy are like the two best characters you can put it around if you're going to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so plus Discovery can the main move into the 32nd century anyway. Left so. Discovery because of the promise of that show. Yeah, because they at that time it sounded like when when she was taken off Discovery at the beginning of, I believe it was last year, because um, she initially makes the trip into the future with them, and then when they find the the Guardian of Forever, she goes somewhere else. Um, yep. So at that point, I think it seemed like the Section Thirty One show was way closer to actually happening than it is right now. Um, I mean, most people thought that was going to come out before any of the Strange New World stuff started happening. So, yeah, yeah we'll have to see what. And I, I would. I would really like to see that show. I know that it's been bandied about for many years, but anything with Michelle Yeoh at its center, at least that at least gets me to watch it. Whatever yeah. it ends up being. Yeah. So, yeah. Plus know. to Justin's point, Discovery moved away from, you know, the original timeline long time ago. Cause they, now they're in 32nd century. So. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I but get, I get, I get that but I get it. I you get know, it, in man. the future now. But what I mean though is, like the original, like first, yes. like what three seasons, first, where, first two, where, first. yeah, where they're like basically in the the you know the original series timeline area. You know what I mean? I just wasn't like a fan because they did recon, you know, retcon a lot of stuff, and it's like, eh, you know. You kind of, you kind of, you know, dancing on a wire there, you know, where I'd rather you just like, you know, do stuff in the future, like, like how they went into the future. Like I would like, like Starfleet, you know, like a thousand years in the future as opposed. Yep. yep. I do think that's, I do think that was the best move that show could have made to do that. Um, yeah. Cause I, I do think like Justin said, the whole, the whole prequel thing is, was a balancing act, and I don't know, how, you know, they barely managed to get through it for the first two years without contrad- contradicting themselves too much. And if they continued to do that show in that period, I don't know how much longer they could have done that for. Um, well, they so, probably would have used another season out of it, so probably three, and then that'd be it. Yeah. So Jumping I, into the future and doing what they're doing now, like, definitely gave a show yep. life yep like moving it forward pretty much i think saved that show entirely because i think the more oh, you, yeah i don't the think you'll be on right now yep the more you dance around the prequel elements because you were you were also running the risk of pissing off a lot of the fan base depending on how much you how much you contradicted and whatever and i do exactly, think because with the original track and then especially with the enterprise you kind of had the early years cut Yep, and, was and like, I, you had a whole balancing act of like if you can mess up think, the timeline stretch. 
Yep. I do think Strange New Worlds will get them a lot of goodwill for that. Because, like, I do think... I think so, it... because I think there's going to be, like, like we mentioned before, there's going to be, like, the old school track show. Yep. Which, and I do think if, you know... if, if the one thing that you can... If the one thing that you can say that the two years that show spent in that time period was if the one lasting thing from that is that it gave you this spin-off show that I would bet a lot of people are gonna like. Um it seems like Yeah, then that's soft investment. Yep. I cannot wait to see Pike again. I mean I yep. I wish if the 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 one way I wish they could have left that show in the time period left discovery in the time period it started in was if he was still on it. So like the, the idea that they were going to give that thing its own show like that just, I mean, he was the, he was the best thing in season two for me and it wasn't close. Yep. Um, so yeah. the idea that he's going to get his own show now is like, I cannot wait. Hey, my my selling point for discovery was uh, Jason Isaacs. That was oh, easy first to know. Year? Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, and then I was like really hoping somehow, some way, the since the mirror universe was was the fact the captain of the ship that the real one actually somehow survived. And then yeah, they were gonna bring him back for, for season two, but then I when they brought Mike in, we would see that. that. Like, You'd hmm? see the real uh, Lorca at some point. Yeah, because I like, that was, me, that was like my, that... and I think uh, Boris and I, we did uh, our own uh, reviews of that stuff during the season one, and that was me like, yeah. I was going for like, I want to see Lorca. Lorca was my selling point for the show. Unfortunately. Yeah, I because I met Jason Isaac, I was like, ah! Even I don't if they remember had if we ever then... mentioned how good of a friend Milos and Jason Isaacs are on this show, uh, but they, they, they're pretty tight, the two of them. Uh, yeah, Miller got to meet Jason Isaacs at one point during a filming of a certain show here in Croatia, and they talked for like I don't know, a few times more like than seriously, once. Seriously, one of the coolest dudes. Oh, uh, that's cool. Nice. Like, it yeah, was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even remember the name of the show. Man. Yep, uh, he played yeah, an FBI agent in a station in Israel. Um, think, there was a lot think, of like. Commotion it was going just on one like season. Then. Yeah, the show is called D.I.G. They removed. They were gonna shoot it in uh, Israel originally, but there was like conflict and stuff. So they were looking for alternate locations, and one of them was our hometown. And I oh, did cool. an that, and uh, I got a couple of. I got to shoot a couple of scenes with them, and this is we're doing nighttime shooting. Uh, this is like. I can't tell you what time it is. It's crazy late. He's been on set all day. <clears throat> and is ruining from one set to the other. He's talking to the director and told you're not supposed to do this, but I don't really care. I didn't then I wouldn't care now because I really want to talk to Jason Isaacs. So I kind of interrupted him as he's talking to the director of the, <laughs> of the episode, which is a big no-no. And I was like, and he was, and they were both about it, which was like mind blowing, especially when I look better now. Like they could just kick me off oh, that's at cool. that moment. That they were like, cool. no, no, no. Then I spent and I chatted with Jason like throughout the next day as well. And I, I, I grabbed the selfie at the time, like this was cameras were really, really bad. 
and we had to find like some shop though that still had lighting on because everything was shut down so have some decent lighting to actually huh. take the picture yeah I, I do think that's a cool story how has that never come up before now um i don't know and i really don't know so and he's like dude i shouldn't take a picture with you because if anybody sees me taking picture with you like it's over like everybody's yeah. gonna want to take pictures and i'm like dude all the extras left all the actors, they're already chatting you every day, so it doesn't really matter. So it's like, okay, okay, let's squeeze one in. <laughs> yep. Now, I do think I would like to see him come back as Lorca in that capacity that you're mentioning. Like, do we see the, the Prime Universe version of him? I do know that he's currently on a show for CBS. Which yeah, might the Good cool. Sam one. With, with Christina we're, Bush. We're uh, recording all that. I have yet to actually watch it, though. And I, I... Uh, here's the thing: Christina Bush and Isaac are the only reason why. I'm... Yep. Like uh, I'm I... gonna like I got first couple of episodes. I didn't sit down and watch them yet. I want to watch. It purely that, that's for the him. only reason why I want to watch it is because two of them. Yep. I want to watch it purely for him, and we're just waiting until like we have a period where there's nothing else on television, and we'll blow through it. But, yeah. Uh... Same. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Or or it'll get canceled and we'll we'll not bother. Uh, well, if it way. gets canceled, like I'm, pro- I'm probably still gonna watch it at some point. Yeah, I have trouble watching things when I know they're where where I know they've been stopped. Like I just well, won't for me, watch. it's like um, I don't know. It depends. Like if it's something that I'm really interested in, I'm still gonna give it a watch. Yeah, it depends on what it is. I mean, yeah, it really depends I've, on the show. I've watched enough shows where the you know it ends in some shitty cliffhanger way that you're never gonna see a re- resolution to. That I try to avoid ever doing that now. So yeah, yeah. All right, so I think we hit everything we wanted to here, and next week we will um, do the two discovery reviews, and uh, I would think we can probably do the the uh the Picard one next week as well. Although we could yeah. as long as we get that out before March third, we could push that back another week if we find that the um we find that the uh the two discovery one takes too long. Um so we'll we'll play that by ear depending on what we want to do. Um well uh yeah, really- how much we have well, really quick before we leave, kind of revealing when we're rec- when we're recording this, uh, who's everybody got for the big game? Oh yeah, we didn't do that in the one where we're, we were actually talking about football. Fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Never crossed our mind. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Let's see. So I'm in a weird place because I want the Bengals to win because I think that's a better story. But same, I, but Rams are so good, man. Like I think the paper. Rams defense. I think the Rams defense is loaded, and I think yeah. they're gonna have, they're gonna have a hard time scoring points. So I'm gonna yeah. say uh, I'm gonna say Rams twenty eight, uh, Bengals seventeen. Huh. I think I'm gonna go for one score game in which Rams win. Can't give you a score because I don't want to give you a score. And deep down, I want Bengals to win it. But I think Rams are just way better team. And I know Jobber, like, man, he, he can ball out. And he's going to be a heck of a game. But I want Bengals to win it. Mm-hmm. I really, really want Bengals to win it. But I think Rams are going 
come out with a win. And I will take the Bengals. Uh, Bengals yeah. are going to win. Bengals are going to win. And it's going to be like, hmm, I'm going to say like 24 to 17. Okay. Uh, here's my other question. Does anyone give a shit about the halftime show this year? I very much nope. do. Okay. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not a rap guy, so like, it's I'm gonna Eminem. listen to it anyways. Heck, I listened to Weekend last year. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm very much interested in this one. This one has the potential to be my most favorite halftime performance of all time if they do it right. It's Who's got yelling? Kendrick. It's got Kendrick Lamar. It's got Eminem. It's got Snoop, Snoop Dogg, Dogg. It's got Dr. Dre, and it's got Mary J. Blige. Yep. And who knows okay. who else they're gonna bring up. Who knows? You could see 50 Cent pop up. There's been rumors of a Tupac hologram. Uh, who knows yeah, what they're going to do now? Especially with Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg now bought uh, uh, Death Row. Uh, so he oh, has right, that whole right. catalog. He has the rights to, too. So who knows? Maybe he'll bring out some of the West Coast guys. Hmm. Dude. Yeah, I personally don't care because I'm not a rap person either. Uh, I do think it'll be an interesting show, though. But I do, I, I do I, think he's going to be better than last year's. So yeah, last year was what Death Punk? No, oh, last yeah. year was Weekend. Oh last yeah, year. yeah. Well, Daft Daft Punk was with the Weekend. They they did like a they did like a like a. Oh yeah, uh, they did. Yeah. They, they, I, I liked I liked the weekend like as a as an artist like I wasn't totally fond of the actual performance part of it last year, but I get what they were doing because of COVID, so they could do like you know weird stuff or whatever. But don't tell Brandon that uh, Brendan that you uh, that you didn't like Daft Punk. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. He's a big Daft Punk guy. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I yeah, think last, I think it'll be last day, last day since Super Bowl versus Bruno. Uh yeah, his was good. My yeah, favorite Bruno was good. My favorite was they did bring Bruno Mars back. Beyonce was there, but Beyonce kind of ruined it. But whatever. Yes, yeah. my favorite us. one probably still is uh, U two in two thousand two. But mm. that's just me. Right, right now, my my current favorite. Um, although I really do like that, uh, the Bruno Mars one, but, um, I would probably have to go all the way back to Aerosmith and sync Britney Spears. Oh, okay. That was a pretty, that was a pretty crazy one. I, uh, I think Nelly was in it too. And maybe Missy Elliott or somebody. I can't remember, but there were like a bunch of people that just ended up popping up on stage. But, okay. Yeah. That's possible. Yep. No, I do, I'm, hoping, I do think... I'm hoping for a good Eminem commercial. Yep. I do think it'll be a good game. I'm looking forward to watching it. Um, not that I wouldn't watch it anyway. I'm, but, uh... I'm, hoping, I'm hoping to see Eminem in an Eminem commercial. <laughs> it'll be about time. No, no, Eminem commercials are reserved for uh, Radish and Bajit. <laughs> Are there any uh, big movie trailer ads you want to see or anything? Well, no, but I despise I the they, fact uh, that I'm going to see a bunch of them. Unfortunately, I think they like started putting them out a little too early because they already put out the Jurassic World Dominion one, which I thought was they were going to save for today, but apparently yeah. 
you know, they're big on putting it out early or whatever. Is there anything but, Black Adam related coming? Yeah, I'm missing the panda. I've I heard there's something Black. I'm gonna get a I, teaser first. The first, not trailer. Like it probably won't be full on trailer length. It's gonna be like thirty second three teaser. Yeah, it'll probably. Well, uh, it'll probably rock, going online the, or something. Yeah. The Rock is um doing some sort of pregame appearance thing, so I don't know if that has any. I, I would imagine that wouldn't have anything to do with Black Adam since it's NBC and you. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't want to promote a Warner Brothers thing during the Super Bowl. No, like I the actual Super Bowl. Might thing, have something but... to do with WWE, uh, XFL as well. Oh yeah, that's right. XFL, yeah. You know, no, it so well. Once again, I don't know if the NFL would really want to promote the XFL. <laughs> you know, something that's going to be their competition. Well, you know, yeah. true. Well, maybe but... they just maybe they just need to bring in arena football back, and it'll all be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked well, about that a little bit earlier. Um, arena we'll football. What, we'll have to see what the Rock is cooking. <laughs> he also I can't does. smell it. I can't smell it, man. But he's been posting Black Adam stuff on. His he also does the have last few days. Uh, so. He also does have the sitcom on NBC now. So maybe they'll yeah, get, the Young uh, Rock. Yeah, that's Young true. Rock. Yeah, pretty good yeah, they, show, man. <coughs> yeah, but that, I really stand, the question is, what's the extent of the pre, you know, game appearance as well? So you don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But I, I, but I have like the, I have like some of the Black Adam stuff we've seen so far. That like, um, we need heroes trailer or whatever that shows all the upcoming yep. movies. Yeah. And uh, I like what I saw of, uh, you know, the um, I know Brent is probably going to have different, uh, you know, things of the Justice, uh, uh, the Justice Society, Society but, um. I, I liked what I saw so far of them, you know, between Hawkman and Dr. Fate and stuff like that. Looked interesting. Yeah. Now, I'm interested to see what uh, what uh, Bronson uh, does with, uh, you know, uh, Kent. Yep. So. Now, my whole thing with The Rock as Black Adam is, like, I get why you do it. Like, and I get why the minute he agrees to play that role, why you give it a solo movie first. But to me, like, he can't ever be, you know, they can't make him the Shazam bad guy because everyone's compared to Zachary Levi, everyone's just going to root for him. Like, why would you do oh, that? Yeah. I, th- I think he's going to be more <laughs> he has like to be a some kind anti-hero. of anti-hero. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I think that's what they're yeah. going to do with him now. Rock is promoting him as an anti-hero on his Instagram. Yeah, himself. that's what I was going to say. Like, he's, which is basically he's what they're... as an anti-hero, so like, yeah, you can't have him as a villain. That's basically way what too many people are going to be rooting for him. Like no yeah. matter where you bring him in, villain, everybody's just going to be like, "Oh, it's a rock, go rock!" Beat yep. out Superman, yeah, rock beat out Superman. Like he's the villain. I don't care. What, <laughs> that's basically what they're doing with the Black Adam character in the comics now. He's been in the Justice League for the last year or so. I mean, yeah. so, so I you mean, know they're gonna they're not making him villain in the. And I feel like they the did that. Well. I feel like they did that because they knew this movie was coming out. Um, yep. So, and I honestly, am... when when I when I watch uh, I watched Shazam again uh, back in December, and um, 
that it kind of sets up a little bit of a um of a you know black adam returning into the fold type of thing like it kind of seems like they want to have black adam at some point meet up with shazam and the family and you know kind of you know come back together to be the seven you know what i mean yeah well it really depends on what they're gonna do with black adam and gonna do with shazam uh, yep. Too. I'm. I'm guessing there's gonna be some post scenes there. They're definitely gonna tie two together. I think well, they'll do two that. comes out next year. I think. Yep. Yeah. Fury of the Gods, baby. I'm actually really excited for that one as well. And I remember, you know, when the hey. first Shazam came out, it was kind of like I was very in a very similar position to where I was with, as we talked about on American Underdog, where I purely went to that because that Zachary Levi was in it. And I kind of did. Exactly. I kind of did the same thing with Shazam, where like I don't know that I would have cared about that if somebody other than him had done it. And I was rewarded with a really good movie that I like way more than a lot of the other DC stuff of late. <laughs> so uh, it, piss, it pisses me off about that whole voodoo thing. I had so many Chuck references to drop in that underdog, <laughs> underdog pod, uh, and. That's all right. Well, there is, and I'm not going to see who it is, but there is another actor from Chuck in this movie. Uh, in what movie? In American Underdog. In yeah, American Underdog. Really? Yeah. Yep. Huh. I'll have to go I look at the, I, won't tell you, the... I won't tell you who it is. I'll let you be surprised by it. But um, right. I did bring it up on the on the pod we just did. I remembered it towards the end and figured you'd be mad at me if I didn't at least bring it up. So, uh, so I'll it up. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I don't want to say it here because I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for him when he's actually able to see it. But uh, yeah, that's all right. I'll probably end up. Well, if it goes beforehand, you know. Yep. All right, boys. Enjoy the game, and uh, we'll talk the next week for. Uh, I would assume Milos probably for Fantastic Four. If we'll see how many yep. people actually want to do that. So yeah. Yeah. All right, and did we that actually settle works. on that one, Justin, for next week or no? What? Did we actually settle on the first Fantastic Four for next week or no? Um, I think the confusion in the other chat. Um, I think uh, Josh was down for either one. I think Brent was down for either one. So it's either yeah. going to be, it's either going to be Fantastic Four or it's going to be uh, Justin finally sees definitely a way home. We probably, <laughs> we're not I quite like, sure yet. I feel like that one would be kind of short, so like we could. <laughs> yeah, we, could, we might we might just combine the two. Yeah, yeah, because I could see us getting like twenty minutes out of your your thoughts on that movie, really. And yeah, not to me trying not to counter argue too much. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, dudes, have a good day. Right. Have fun. Later. Later. I right, man. Later.